Oh, what is it? What is Uh-oh. it? We love unpopular opinions. I can't stand animation magic. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, that's that all right. Is that really is really odd. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel and Sam going international and we don't just have people who've cruised internationally we have an international guest it blows my mind that anyone has heard about our show outside of the city of <laughs> seattle much less the state of washington much less the united states i would love to do the intro for this we've got two guests we've got one american and one half brit half american here on the show so welcome Lindsay and laura to the show thanks sam hello hey, thanks for having <laughs> us Yeah, thanks for joining us. Before we start with your Disney Cruise creds, Laura, you live over in the UK. Whereabouts do you live? Uh, I live in Nottingham. So Robin Hood country. So Disney people know where I live. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And Lindsay, you're on you're on the East Coast. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm I always tell people who aren't from this area that I'm from Boston, (laughs) but technically we're like, in the Lowell Chelmsford area of Massachusetts. So like 40, 40 minutes north of Boston. Awesome. All right. We tell people we're from Seattle, but we're from Kirkland, the home of Costco. So yeah, there you go. We get it. <laughs> Good jeans. <laughs> That's right. Well, so tell us first, how do you guys know each other? We know you sailed together, but of course you live across the pond from one another. And so how did you all meet? How are you friends? We've been best friends for 17 years. Yeah. Um, we met in a theater program in America. Oh. My mom is from the U.S., uh, she moved to England to be with my dad. So I've lived here my whole life. But every single summer, we went over and Lindsay and I met 17 years ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like the rest is the rest is history. And we learned today, actually, what was it 15 years ago today, I gave you my cell phone number. It popped up on Facebook. It memories. popped up on Facebook memory. Ago, it was safe to do that. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, I, I do want to hear about your sort of Disney creds, your cruising creds, where, you know, where your love of Disney comes from. Why don't I start with you, Lindsay? You're, you're in the U.S., so Disney is just like everywhere here. So where did your love of Disney come from? I grew up first part of my life. I was uh, a military brat. So we actually lived in Florida when I was little. And we lived in Mayport, so right outside Jacksonville. And we had a Disney pass. And my dad, you know, was an active military member. So it... Disney is so great for the military families. They're so incredibly supportive. It just became a really great thing that we always did. So all of my like early childhood and all the photos and stuff, we have tons and tons of Disney trips. That kind of continued even though we moved to the Northeast. We would make a point to go back as a family. And then um, I also had the opportunity to participate in like all the Disney Music Days programs through my high school. And so with my band and my chorus and stuff, I had the chance to perform on a couple of the Disney stages. It was just so much fun. And like with Laura too, like through theater, of course, Disney just kind of ties right into that. So even moving on past high school, I really have always just loved Disney and the hospitality of it. I love um, all the cast members and, and things like that, all the shows. And so it really is like in the US, it's just the thing to do. Every family dreams of having that Disney vacation. And so I just feel really fortunate to have been able to grow up with it. But this was actually my very first Disney cruise. And it was actually the first time that I 
we have just gone to Disney with like just me and a friend. I've it's always been like some sort of family or event. And this was my first cruise ever. So this was like oh, wow. now my stand yeah. So now my standards are exceptionally high. Very high. <laughs> yeah, very high. Don't try and see a show on any other cruise ship. Let me just put it that put that up. No, I know, right? So I'm like <laughs> everything is just magic everywhere you go. And I was like, Oh man, you know, I'm going to, I I would like to try some other cruise lines. I think maybe in the future, but Disney, I think as always, it's the brand, it's the gold standard. And it just really, it was a phenomenal experience. So this was my very first one. And I feel so, so fortunate to have had Laura show me the Disney cruise line and kind of like introduce me into that world because we'll segue over to her. She has like an extensive, (laughs) extensive history with Disney cruise lines and a very uh, extensive like future with Disney cruise lines too. So I'll let her kind of like segue over to her Disney, Disney story. I'm so curious to hear from you, Laura, because like I know Disney is big in the UK because there's lots of folks in the UK who like, and I mean, let's not forget, the last remaining Disney store, I think, in the world is in London. So they all closed here in the US. Got to be something in the water over there for Disney as well. So wh- where does your love of Disney come from? And and sounds like you've got an extensive history with the cruise line. Well, it's funny because my history, at least with Walt Disney World, is the total opposite of Lindsay. And I didn't go till I was 19, despite repeated begging. <laughs> quite a far trip yeah yeah um but then considering we were in new hampshire every summer anyway it was yeah i i never i never got to go as a child um i did i, I think i made it to disneyland paris once or twice in my teenage years um but yeah so first trip to walt disney world was actually after my first disney cruise because we did a disney cruise followed by i think three or four days at Walt Disney World. And my dad ended up buying into Disney Vacation Club on the cruise, having ah. never been to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a mark for sure. <laughs> he looked at me. I I we accidentally wandered into the presentation. Like we didn't really know what was going on. I was just like, oh a game show. It wasn't a game show. Um <laughs> halfway through i was like oh oh they want money oh (laughs) this is a waste of time this is the opposite of a game show in fact (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah my dad looked at me at the end of it and went are you ever gonna stop wanting to go to disney world because i've been begging for 19 years pretty much at this point and i was just like no absolutely not um and he went this is a good investment. And that's where wow. Vacation Club started. Wow. So what year is this? What year are we 2012. talking about? Okay. Wow. So very, very, very blessed and grateful to have had my dad buy into DVC um, because it's enabled us to continue going back, which is the point of it. But yeah, so I've done seven Disney cruises since that 2012 trip, including this one. Eastern and Western, a couple of times each. One of those was a uh, DVC member cruise, which was really fun. Then I've done Eastbound Transatlantic and Westbound Panama. I was on the ill-fated March 2020 Westbound Panama Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that did 11 days at sea, but I wasn't overly sad because day, sea, sea days are my favorite days. So <laughs> sea days are the best days, absolutely. Yes, although getting home after that trip was an was an experience. So <laughs> did you do any of the UK staycations? 
when they we were didn't, there? no. Okay. Um, the, the pandemic was a weird one for us. Um, and unfortunately, right at the end of it, I was diagnosed with cancer. So it mm. just was not in our wheelhouse at that yeah. time when that was going on. Like sea days, they would have been the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, that the timing of those just didn't work for us. Um, would have loved to. Which ships have you been on? Magic, Wonder and Fantasy. So okay. the dream is scheduled. The wish, I am just waiting till it's not the shiny new thing. And for me, it needs to be longer than three or four nights. And I know you could do a back-to-back, but with how much more that, you know, it's that little bit more expensive, then double that because you're doing two cruises. At the moment, I'm just going to hang fire. Well, what was the impetus for this trip? So... You know, you you scheduled, you came over, you went down to Disney World with a friend, ended up on the Disney Fantasy for a seven-night Western Caribbean. How did that get started? Celebrating. Yeah. COVID had pushed both our weddings and we ended up not being at each other's weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine ended up getting thrown together in three weeks because of the cancer diagnosis. And it's a whole other story. But we just had a lot to celebrate. And we've actually never been on holiday together despite being friends for so long because I was always on holiday when I was with Lindsay. <laughs> right. So we'd never actually just been away, just the two of us. It was. It was the first time. I was, I feel like it's so funny because all through like our teenager years and everything else, we would spend all, like the whole entire week at each other's house and everything. We've gone to concerts together. We've gone to shows together. But we really haven't done a trip with just the two of us. So it's taken 17 years. But <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> You know, we went, we lived through a pandemic and, and Laura's um, been cancer free now for six months, seven months, something. I, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. I've, I've officially, officially had my last surgery in January. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I count that as the like the end of the end of the journey, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just lots and lots to celebrate. And we, so when did we book this? We started planning in the fall, the winter. Well, I went to visit the US last September just to see people because it had been so long because of COVID and cancer. And we ended up sitting up all night uh, and sifting through the Disney Cruise Line website going, we just need to do this. How are we going to make this work? Like, let's just go. (laughs) That was going to be a question that I had for you, Lindsay, was, was this a hard sell? This is your first cruise. And some people are like, I'm cruising. Like, that's not for me. I'm not going to do that. Was this a hard sell for you? wasn't but it did, I was the kind of person where people were like oh have you done a cruise before I was like no I'm gonna go seven nights in the in the Caribbean and they're like well, <laughs> I, they're like oh I was like because everyone's like well you either love it or you hate it or like do you get seasick I was like I have no I, was like, I don't know we'll just find out when I get on the ship I guess <laughs> I, I was just like gung-ho I I mean it's not hard to sell me on Disney and again I I had literally nothing to compare it to so, you know, the, the Disney cruises and stuff, it's not like we're scrimping and scrounging for the budget cruise line. Like we want, yeah. we want a nice cruise. We want to know that everything's going to be amazing the whole time. And it was, it was just not a hard sell at all. I mean, I came, we got back. So we, um, my husband and I spent a week with Laura and her husband in the UK after the cruise. And so we got back on Sunday and I think on Tuesday we were already looking at other, other Disney cruises. So <laughs> it wasn't a hard sell. I know Laura's like, 
turn your arms up on camera. I was just so excited. It was it was not a hard sell for me at all. So Laura, what was your what was your pitch? We're going on a Disney cruise and then it's immediately into the website looking. I yeah, I think it was just a well, you know, like I've got DVC points, so we can definitely do Disney because we can stay there. Like we've got the points to do that. Like, we'll just get some tickets. And I think I had been on, I had just come off Northern Europe last summer. So being on that ill-fated Panama, we had a nice discount of 40%. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband and I used that to do Northern Europe. And that was a bit of a, I actually ended up, I was still actually on chemo on that cruise. Oh. I should have been done. But we, but my consultant, thankfully, was just a dream and was like, no, you need a holiday. We'll make it work. And like, he like shimmied my treatments around to make things work. And I think I had just, I was probably a few weeks off of that cruise at the point that I was then in America with Indy. So we're just talking all about it. And I was like, we could go on a cruise. (laughs) (laughs) And like she said, it was not a hard sell. And we sat up all night talking about it and just basically decided we were going to do it in the space of one night. <laughs> well, you landed on a 4th of July cruise, which is unique in and of itself, because uh, I'm. we'll talk about it later in the show. I'm sure the fireworks were fantastic at sea on this cruise. Left out of Port Canaveral, Disney Fantasy. Where'd you stop? Was it the Cozumel Costa Maya rotation of a Western Caribbean? No, it was uh, Cozumel, Grand Cayman, Jamaica, Castaway. Oh, nice. Okay, that's a that's a nice itinerary. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, Laura, about <laughs> over here. We talk all the time about how awful Disney IT is. Uh, I, is it any better on your side of the <laughs> your side of the Atlantic? <laughs> D- don't be a dual citizen. I'll tell you that. Um, oh wow! So that was un- unfortunately it delayed us by about thirty minutes in the terminal because despite having called Disney about four times in the week running up to the cruise to say, hello, it let me check in as an American citizen, but it keeps switching back to being a British citizen. Please, can you fix oh, it? And they kept telling gosh. me they'd fixed it and it like just did not work. And I got there and they were like, yeah, we're really sorry. Like you're going to have to just sit and wait because we've got to go and change the, I guess, official, there was a word for it, but I forget it. Manifest. The manifest, that was it. Oh, the manifest. So we just, so we literally... And because they're so efficient now, when they basically check you in downstairs, you go up the escalators. And I mean, my first cruise, it was up the escalator, stand in a massive line. Like you're in that terminal building for ages, but then it was totally empty. And we were just sat there like lemons, like, well, hopefully this gets sorted and they're not going to come out and tell me I can't get on. But it was fine. It was fine. I wonder why that is. Like address home address in the UK will automatically default you to UK citizenship. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, I'd never had a problem until the last cruise because I had to change my citizenship to UK. I've always just told Disney I was a US citizen because we would, would, would always cruised out of Port Canaveral before and gone back in. So it was never a problem. But yeah, then the last Northern Europe going out of UK and into Europe and just being in Europe, I rang up and changed it. And now it's ah. causing a problem. So now I just know that I need to get an early port arrival time and turn up early and expect to sit in the terminal. And uh. well, they change it. <laughs> yeah, they were lovely though. They oh, were. They were they really. Were, they were really nice. They were. I was going to say, me as a first time cruiser, I'm sitting in the 
it's an experiment. I'm like, look at the ship model. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I was so entertained. I was like, this is just part of the experience. This is great. I'm I'm loving it. Laura's tap Laura's tapping her foot, going, We need to be on the ship. We have things to do. I have things yes. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have to show you the tour. Where and where this are my chicken fingers? This is wasting my vacation time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's so true, but it did. I so I, I guess um, Brian, you're saying too. Like I guess it does default if you have a UK address. It does seem like maybe, and there's a situation there. So just for any anybody who has dual citizenship who's cruising Disney, like keep in mind that it will default back to whatever. I guess maybe whatever you had on your prior cruise. I think they use the address as a proxy for things because they are also like you can't buy the new Disney Band Plus in the UK, and the way that they're looking at that is like, where's your home address, like that sort That's of stuff. True. So, so yeah, I have a feeling it's just based on your home address that defaults the system for that citizenship. But speaking of the cruise terminal, it sounds like uh, Lindsay, you enjoyed your experience in the terminal. Uh, you got on the so ship. Fun. We we should back up, Lindsay. <laughs> One of the moments that we love to hear about from first-time cruisers on Disney Cruise Line is that moment of pulling up to the terminal. We can, you know, you're catching glimpses of the ship oh as you God. come over the causeways, and then you kind of pull in. And yeah. what did you think of the ship on first sight? It's, it, uh, I've never been next to a cruise ship. I've been on military bases. I've been next to like navy ships and everything else like that. I, I genuinely was not prepared for how large it was. And I seriously like just glimpsing it, as you say, you know, you're going across um, like the Indian River and the Banana River as you're coming across Merritt Island and everything else like that. And you just keep seeing it. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you pull up and you're like, oh, my gosh, it really I genuinely feel like I was like it, it was like a kid at Christmas kind of moment. I, I it was just so exciting. And I have I, I can show it to you later. I have I have like this horrendous selfie that I snapped and sent to my husband whenever <laughs> like walking down. He's like, I'm so excited. <laughs> it was really cool. It was just so special. It was really, really unique. And I, I do think seeing that Disney ship different than all other ships, it's just it heightens the whole entire experience. And then in the terminal, like walking through the Mickey to get on to the gangway, it was just so cool. It was just awesome. It's just the whole thing is Disneyfied, and I love it. Yeah, I love it when you pull up to the port and you actually see a Disney ship next to some other. I'm not even going to name a brand, but some other cruise line ship. And we, and those ships often are... Dirty, dirty, bigger. insert name of cruise line here ship. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this big like floating condominium or shopping mall next to a Disney ship. And you're like, yeah, I'm really happy to be getting on that ship and not that. And not to say that there aren't great things on other ships, but none of them look nearly, not even half as beautiful, I think, as a Disney ship, unless you're talking about maybe like a Cunard, like QE2, something, right. one of those sort of old, old style cruise liners, or of course, like a luxury yacht. I think those are beautiful as well, but, but not the other cruise ships. No. And even then all throughout our entire cruise, I swear they were, they were doing maintenance and painting and sand. The, the, the outside, just that outside of the fantasy was taken care of. I was like, oh my gosh, I should be a Disney cruise line. Like this, <laughs> like she's getting more attention than me, you know? Like she just beautiful. The 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 care that goes into taking care of her. It, it's amazing. I mean, I was on the fantasy, the 20 it was so my very first cruise was this exact was it no, it was meant to be the same itinerary but weather and we ended up doing Eastern instead, but it was the fantasy. And it doesn't look any different apart from the you know the obvious modifications that have been made in dry docks over the years but uh, like you wouldn't know she's 11 years old 
And even I yeah. being on the magic last summer, we were on board for her 24th birthday, which was hilarious because like without any prompting before the show on the day, Leslie was our cruise director and she said, oh, it's the fantasy's birthday. Just everyone started singing happy birthday to the ship <laughs> without <Yeah>. prompting. <laughs> you wouldn't know she, the fantasy was 24 years old. Like they just don't look it. That's yeah. Cool. When we first got on, our friend told us when we're in port, you will see them clean this ship out astern every time we're in port. And I, every time they were out there doing it. I'll also say uh, news this week that the the Disney Fantasy and one of the other ships, perfect scores from the C- CDC on cleanliness. Some of the other cruise lines, uh, not so much. So, you know, there you go. Another reason to sail Disney Cruise Line. There was one day we got off that they actually had stripped a load of the paint off and were like they they weren't just cleaning they had like i don't want to say power washed because that's the wrong word but sandblasted it off or something Mm -hmm. and they were there all day doing huge sections of it it was crazy to see pristine all the way inside out the whole entire like like laura was saying you wouldn't believe it was an older ship now laura did you did you spill the tea for Lindsay and tell her what was going to happen when you all boarded the ship or was it a surprise for her when she got in there and they were announcing uh family names and clapping for folks i don't think i told you i don't think you did i don't know i think you mentioned i think you I think you were like, oh, I won't tell you what they do. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to be. And it was, of course, funny because they're like, which family or which name? And we're just like, Laura and Lindsay. <laughs> so we got, the fir- we got the first name introduction. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. It was so cool. Like walking into the atrium for the first time where they have the chandelier and everything with the forced perspective, right? So it looks even bigger than it really is. It's amazing. Now, Laura, you're a seasoned cruiser, so you've got your uh, your habits on board uh, a Disney ship. And so I feel like one of the big decisions that happens is you board the ship and then you got to decide where am I headed first? And so for some people, that's a sit down lunch. For some people, that's cabanas. For some people, it's pool time. So what is your tradition? What do you do first? It depends how many carry on bags I have. Because, <laughs> um, so if we have a lot of bags... Or if we want to change and go by the pool, it, it depends what time we get on, in all honesty. My first few cruises, we didn't get on earlier because I did not understand that you were missing like three hours of time on the ship. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a little trick that I have is to go and dump any bags I don't want. I go to the spa changing rooms and put them in the lockers. So until rooms are ready, I just Ooh, pop, my, pop my backpack in a locker because I don't want to carry it around. Um, but thankfully, this cruise, we managed to just get everything into the big bags. So we just didn't bother. Um, and we went straight to Animated Palette for lunch. Oh, nice. This is on lunch. Nice. You Always the crowds a sit down lunch for me. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just too hectic and everyone's excited. And it's nicer just to even like we I think we had to wait maybe five or ten minutes just to get a table. But I would rather just sit down. And it was quite nice because one of our servers for that lunch she wasn't like one of our dinner servers or anything but we just kept running into her like on the deck eight like this, this lovely girl called april and we literally like every day we'd be sat on the deck and she'd just go past and go hi <laughs> like it just <laughs> so nice. it was weird we just kept running into her everywhere we went so did you at some point give Lindsay a tour of the ship kind of help her orient herself or did you just uh discover things as you went let me ask Lindsay, did you get a tour or did you just kind of discover some things i 
kind of got the tour and it turns out so i i pride myself on being one of those people i'm like i'm like a wayfinder i'm like if if you drop me in the middle of the city i can figure out like which direction i have to head in and i'm pretty good all of that goes completely away when I'm on a ship in the middle of the ocean. I have learned this. It like, <laughs> it took me so long to figure out where I was going. And even walking the like just walking that track all around the outside of the ship, I still was like, are we heading forward? Is it at, where are we? Like and I would literally turn a corner and then be like, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And we wouldn't have even have done a lap and she'd go, We need to go in this door. And I'd be like, no. We haven't even got around the ship yet. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I like come from a long line of navy people. I was so lost. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. But I think Laura did, we did kind of get like the general tour sort of thing. You know, at least like oh here's you know um, like we went down to animators, um, the atrium. I remember you did point out to me where the, the in, on the fanciest the Europa area, right, where like all the the European inspired um, lounges are and stuff. And so, yes, the bathrooms in Barcelona are a favorite of ours. Yes, <laughs> they're a favorite yes. of yours, Sam. <laughs> they are. They are so cool. They're the, they're absolutely weird. The the one thing that I like, I didn't notice there was a mirror on the ceiling though in the bathroom <laughs> stall and i i like noticed that one day and i was like that's a choice that is a choice <laughs> but they are so cool they are so cool so i don't, it took me a long time to get oriented now i do feel i'm looking at like some of the itineraries that line up with our school vacations and stuff too um so i'm a teacher so i'm like stuck to that there's there's another one that's fantasy eastern caribbean i think and I was like, oh, well, if I go on this one, like my husband will just think I know everything because I've already been on this ship. Yes, yes. Oh, know my way around. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Um, I So I have no sense of direction on land, like horrible. Like Brian is the one where you can plop him in any city and he'll kind of figure it out by feel. Like, I don't know. He has the sixth sense about him. I have none of that. None of that at all. But on a ship, I'm actually pretty good. But of course, there's signage like everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) There's also some little touches on the ship that Disney does that try to help you. So like if you ever are lost on like a stateroom floor, if you look down at the carpet, like the star always points north, which is forward so you know that you're forward and immediately you got left right aft so yeah except Lindsay yeah. still came out of our room and turned towards the aft even though we were already in the aft I... not gonna get us anywhere kind <laughs> of got it eventually eventually I, I think like day six day six like our last day at sea kind of or by castaway day I was like all right now I've got it, but it took me a lot longer, <laughs> like a, a lot longer. I said it jokingly on the second day. I was like, you'll get it the day before we get off. No, she really Yeah, didn't. she was right. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> well, once you learn one Disney ship, the good news is they're all, except the Wish, they're all laid out really, really similarly. And even the Wish, there are some similarities. It's just that one's quite a bit different from the others. But yes, yeah, you'll you'll get it. Plus, of course, Brian mentioned the stars, the five-point star. The one the one point is the one that goes to towards forward, whereas the two are the ones that are facing aft. And then, of course, in on the fantasy and the dream, there are those little maps of the sort of little world maps. And, and north is always forward. South is always aft as well so you can look at those pictures in the carpets again only on the fantasy and the dream with regard to that let's talk about stateroom 
What kind of stateroom did you all choose to stay in? I am an inside stateroom cruiser. I have done verandas before my very first cruise. My very first cruise, I was still sharing a room with my parents. So, but my, I think that staterooms are so individual to every different person. Like my, when my parents were still cruising with us, um, they had to have a veranda because they used it. They sat on it like most of the day. They won't come up to the decks up on and, and sit out in the sun. Like I, if I'm a sea day, I'm laying out on the deck. If it's, you know, if it's a sunny Caribbean port, that sea day, we don't spend any time in the room apart from sleeping, showering, getting ready. We're, we're in and out. Like it's not, you know, we, uh, like our stateroom attendant was absolutely lovely, but I think we saw him about three times during the whole cruise because we're just not there. So we take a 10A, which is the smallest inside stateroom, but has the split bath because that is one thing that makes a massive difference. I think, especially when you have two girls getting ready, both wanting to do the hair, do the makeup. <laughs> I agree. I, I will say... I, I don't, I, I mean, this is the only stateroom I've ever been in, but yeah, the two separate bathrooms were really, really helpful. And it was also really nice. I can't, do all of them have the full size? T- there was like a full size tub in ours. Do they all have that? Do the bigger ships have it? Because the Magic and the Wonder definitely have the right round showery tub thing. Yeah, a lot of the rooms on the Fantasy and the Dream also have the round ah, tub thing. Okay. It, it It is stateroom dependent. There are, I think you can... Um, well, there's plenty of stuff on on YouTube and on various Facebook groups that have a lot of information about specific staterooms, but they they don't all have the full tub that is um, particular to certain room categories and just certain rooms, frankly. But yeah, that's that's always a great feature. We love the split bathroom. I think it's especially I think that's a great point, Laura, especially for two women staying in a room together. If you're both getting ready at the same time, having the two different sinks is is super super helpful even with like me and my husband we find it the same like if he yeah. wants to shave and i want to dry my hair or whatever else the the lighting is just especially in an inside stateroom the lighting to do your makeup in the main room is not very good we also had a ton of room for hanging our bathing suits which i i guess this oh, okay. is something that would really come with the full size tub too because we had the two built-in laundry lines and we were fortunate also you know on this 7 day cruise we were able to do laundry one day and everything else too so it was just really really helpful to have that extra space even though i told Laura i was like i feel like i'm in Scooby Doo because every time i'm like opening the door going to the next door like opening the closet to the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, just yeah. constant this is another thing that I discovered after the cruise by looking through other ships and, and stuff like that. The fantasy and possibly the dream too, the, the inside staterooms have that magic porthole. It is so Yes, I cool. was going to ask if you had a magic yeah. porthole because not all of them do, but... Oh, really? Uh, okay, a, yeah, but the, the vast majority on the fantasy and the dream of those inside rooms do have, but they're not, not all of them. There are some without. But yeah, how did you enjoy the magic porthole? I thought it was great. It, honestly, it took me like two days to figure out that it was actually a camera. I did not know. I, I was like, oh, this is some amazing footage. <laughs> it, took me, <laughs> it took me a while. It was awesome, honestly. And the best part about it is that you can turn it off, right? And then when you go to sleep at night, it's like pitch black. It was amazing. Um, I have never slept so well on a vacation. Like coming coming back onto dry land, I was like, this is bizarre. I don't like this. Like, it, was so, it was so great. 
I didn't miss like a real porthole or a veranda situation at all. As Laura was saying, like we wouldn't have used them. It would have been wasted on us. And yet we still got that experience through the magic of Disney. And we did a porthole last summer and me and my husband were like, we shouldn't have done that. Like it actually, we were just like, we wanted the dark stateroom. And we thought because it was Northern Europe, oh, we can look at ourselves. Like we can look at ourselves. We can look at the ports as we come in and out. We were up on the deck. We didn't even use it. (laughs) So. Well, at some point we would normally talk about ports, but I think for this show, I kind of want to skip the ports because we've done a few shows recently on the Western Caribbean and uh, those ports. And because Lindsay, this is your first cruise. I really want to focus on the onboard kind of experiences that you all had. I'm going to start with, I'm just curious. Did you try out the spa? Sometimes we don't get people who've been in the spas on board the ships. Any spa appointments on the Disney Fantasy? Did you check out the Rainforest Room? Anything like that? No, unfortunately we didn't. I I will say that is like a nest. I have like a whole, literally I have a piece of paper. I have a whole list of the (laughs) things that I'm like, I need to do this next time. Like there's there's so much. We did use the gym one day and that was amazing. So just walking into the the whole spa area i it is a completely it is just a massive shift from yep. the rest of the ship right because it's so tucked away you're clearly if they like put it in a very very forward of the ship so you're like this is concierge and the spa and the adult pool area and it it's just it's very relaxing and calming and even being in the gym like they have their spa water and there's like natural stone everywhere it's definitely going to be something that's on my list for my next cruise but i i did not get to go into it this time we were too busy enjoying the sunshine we had phenomenal I don't weather think we had time i, I we did not we had, we had like we could have we would have had to sacrifice a, an at sea day and we like we just lucked out with weather the whole entire time. Both of our at sea days just not a drop of until rain. castaway castaway oh, no. <laughs> the castaway curse. <laughs> we did get to snorkel in a thunderstorm. I will say that is probably something that will never happen again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Disney for that wonderful experience. <laughs> Seeing lightning underwater. It was so fun. <laughs> we'll talk Castaway here in a minute. I always love to save that one until the end because it's such a special port. Laura, you must have some favorite activities on board. I mean, you've got characters, you've got trivia, you've got all the fun and games you can get up to with the adult uh, activities and the family activities. Uh, I'm assuming you're just you're kind of dragging Lindsay from place to place on sea days, or were you just were you just like you know what? The lounge chair by the pool is my favorite activity for the day. Deck deck 13 forward, like on the, just looking off the side. And it was really quite cool because on the first sea day, they made an announcement and they were like, we're going past Havana if you want to have a look off the side of the ship and you can literally see it. But it was, we did have a really also quite cool experience of being able to see a storm cell where there was literally like, black cloud and you could see the rain but you could see the edges and it was just glorious sunshine all around the sides and we were in the glorious sunshine um we on sea days i i am pretty sure we just didn't move from we just read books and laid on the deck um we did it we did we did the only character meet and greet we did with tiana because we missed her in the park we were trying to do all that stuff in the park i think so anything Uh that we could do in the park and then we we queued up to meet tiana and went in and it was ariel 
So that was weird. Um, so then on the ship, we were like, oh, Tiana, let's go. Um, so we did that. I definitely dragged Lindsay to all of the adults only game shows because they are my favorite. You did karaoke. I am not brave enough to do that. We actually are, uh, we sat with a wonderful couple that were actually on their honeymoon um, as table mates. And I think the first night we were like, oh gosh, have we infiltrated a honeymoon? Um, <laughs> that is a little, that is, that is a bit kind of weird like pairing, right? Like the two women are seated with a, a honeymoon couple. That yeah. does happen, obviously. So for people who are listening, if you don't want to be seated with people you don't know, you have to make that request. Usually those yeah. requests are honored, but not always. But it, it can was also wonderful. Be really fun. And we ended up actually then spending tons of time with them throughout the rest of the week. The whole of the second sea day, we were all out on deck together. It was that was it was really, really nice. Um, we did like the fourth of July fireworks and stuff together. So we were like, yeah, it was, was really, really nice. We we had a really nice time. We made it to most of the, I guess, main stage shows. Um I was so excited when I got on board and looked at the app and saw that Lynn Trafska, the ventriloquist, was on board. She is my absolute favorite. Oh, yeah. I d- like, I guess, non-Disney main stage cast performer. Like, so um, she, I, I think this is about the fourth time that I've seen her on a cruise and I just, I absolutely love her. She's so funny. And so when I saw that she was on board, like the last few days of the cruise, I was just like, oh, <laughs> It's so funny your story about your table mates because I think I would have just like whoever I was sailing with, it could have been my best man at my wedding. I just probably would have grabbed his hand and been like, we're on our honeymoon too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was funny. Some We did get asked like, are you sisters or like... Oh yeah, the whole else? time. It was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> even, even at Disney, we took, a photo, we took a photo in front of one of the... Um, they had like a big uh pride rainbow oh, like one of the, on yeah wall. amazing pride and she was yeah, like yeah. before i ask you to pose can i just ask what your relationship is and we were like we're best, we're, we're best yeah. friends <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say though it was, it was really it, i i love the table mates i don't know it kind of felt like you know whenever you go to you go to college and they like try to pair you with somebody for a roommate I, I got the feeling that that's kind of what they do, right? They try to figure out like who's traveling and would it make sense for you to to sit with each other? I mean, they knocked it out of the park. It was so, it was just so fun. We really did have the best dining experience. Um, but um, I was going to say, Sam, to your point, you know, not wanting to necessarily sit with people you don't know, there was another couple seated in our same area who were also on their honeymoon. And I think they had requested a table by themselves prior to the cruise and it was honored. And so um, they were able to have to dine together as a newlywed couple every single night. And so it, it just, it was great to see, you know, that Disney really does go out of the way to try to, to honor that. And the dining experience was like the best thing ever. I, we had amazing servers. They, they just like would go out of their way to surprise, to surprise us. And um, the couple that we were also sat with that to the point where they'll listen in. And like, so one of the people we were, we were dining with had mentioned that on, I think Laura, correct me if I'm wrong, on one of his previous cruises, he had the escargot and it was his absolute favorite. And all of a sudden um, later that evening, you know, we're, we're through the meal our server comes over and he just places down this this silver tray 
And <laughs> yeah, just like on the silver tray. I'm like, we he wasn't even part of the escargot conversation. Um, right. And then he's like, what is this? He picks it up and he's like, no. Oh my gosh, we were floored. The best part is, is like, I don't know, 20 minutes later, he brings over another one. <laughs> it's like two rounds of escargot. This is the problem sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and we're yeah, and we were like, so it wasn't right, even on the menu. Oil. It wasn't even, yeah. So it was. And like, I don't even know if it was on the menu in the other restaurants. I think they'd just gone and gotten it. Like, no it idea. Was, it was so good. It was so good. So yeah, that was that was really really fun. That was fun. And the same thing with the churro, the Mickey churro waffles. Yeah. Yes. So they had said to us, oh, tomorrow's Mickey Churro Waffle Day, like go get them in Cabanas. And we kind of went, oh, we really wanted to come for um, sit down breakfast tomorrow because we hadn't done it up to that point in the cruise. And our head server went, oh, we're in Royal Court tomorrow. Just ask for me. And I was like, okay. And like we came in and like our service team, we actually asked if we could sit with our service team and they went, oh, they're downstairs, like rolling the cutlery for cabanas. Like they're not here at the moment. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. But Roland was around. Um, and like, we were like, is Roland here? And he literally didn't even come to the table. He just saw us and like made eyes at us and like turned around and walked off. And a few minutes later, the silver cloche appears. <laughs> there was, there were like, eight waffles under his gosh like and we're all just sat there with this like massive plate of mickey waffles and we've already had breakfast but we're just like yes this is delicious it is definitely be careful what you wish for in main Mm -hmm. dining because if you (laughs) if you like it you will get tons of it tons of it so yeah again i am i'm not a hard upsell and i feel like every single night i was like well i don't know to get this or that she's like i'll bring it both and i was like okay yeah not a hard upsell. <laughs> well, since we're talking about dining, let's talk about some favorites out of dining. I mean, um, Lindsay, especially for for you, you got to experience Animator's Palette for the first time, which is a Disney Cruise Line fan favorite. Had some great menus probably on board the French menu in uh, it would have been Royal Court. Yeah, on that ship. What did you think of the, the the rotational dining and the restaurants you got to eat in, Lindsay? Any any standouts for you? So just with the with the rotational dining, I like again, I was I was just floored by the food. Like it was just it was all so good, and there was such variety too, which I think is great because with a lot of cruises, from what I'm understanding, and just again, this is my first one, but just through research and whatnot, it seems that yes, you have multiple choices, but it's the same menu pretty much every single night, and so. Even if there's a rotational dining schedule in a different cruise line, maybe you go to this restaurant and it's the same menu every time. And um, I think just the, the large variety was exceptional. <laughs> Gosh, you have like five choices for each course, don't you? Every single night. And they're also different. I love, love, love that your serving team travels with you. I thought that was just so special too. Because by the end of the trip, like you really... We took we took selfies with them. Like you really do develop this connection, um, and it was just so great to have that. You felt that you had this community and this this um, relationship. That if we are on another cruise with them again in the future, that would just continue. The other thing we did though, we went to Remy. That was like hands down one of the best dining experiences I think I've ever had. It was so so good. We actually missed Animation Magic because it was the same night we were at Remy. 
Oh, Lindsay, you have something to look forward to on your next cruise. Yeah. Animation Magic is a showstopper. Here's my paper on that spa. I've got the animation thing, right? Um, if you're gonna miss if you're gonna miss animation magic for anything, I think a dinner at Remy. Remy is a pretty good reason. I mean, we did we did rent it and it was on the fourth of July too. So it was like we did dinner at Remy, we did the fourth of July fireworks. It was just like a very special evening. Yeah. The dining, the dining on board, like the only critique I have is that I can only get it on a Disney cruise. Like that's yeah. the only thing. Like I want it more. <laughs> Laura, I'm curious, some of your favorites out of rotational dining as an experienced cruiser. Um, do, do you have some, do you have some favorites out of rotational dining? Of food wise. Yeah. And one, well, even venue wise. I mean, uh... venue wise, um, Tiana's and Rapunzel's on the smaller ships. I absolutely adore they they are my favorite and especially in tiana's the real like southern home style menu that one night that they have just all this wonderful food that like we have been lucky enough to have sailed out of new orleans so we'd had that food and then got on and had this like very very similar food on board yeah Yeah, it was oh it was it was so wonderful I think they're probably my my favorite restaurants like I do I this would be I think this is yeah this is the second time I've done Remy's but the last time I did it was you know 11 years ago I think or maybe 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 it wasn't the first ever cruise but one of it was a long time ago I haven't done it in a really long time so it was really really nice to do that again Although I think both of us were like, I might need a wheelchair to get back to my room. I am so full. It was, oh, it was just incredible, incredible food. Do you know, I'm a really boring food person. I don't think I really have like specific dishes out of any of the restaurants that I really love, but I, I have got an unpopular opinion. Oh, what is it? What is Uh it? We love unpopular opinions. I can't stand animation magic. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! Okay, that's all right. That really is really odd. Of yeah. him, Laura. I, I want to hear more. Yeah. I want to hear more, Lindsay. I think you're gonna love it. So <laughs> your next will. cruise, you tell Laura to go eat someplace else, get her some pizza, <laughs> and you go. I'll tack on to like some stranger family. I'll be like, I'm with you guys. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we know the case for animation magic, Sam. I've not. I've not yet heard the case against. I want to hear Laura's like why she doesn't like it. It's it's just I don't know. It's just to me I'm like I want to get out of dinner and go and do other things. Oh, so, it is a longer dinner. Yeah, and and I always I've always found that because I've I've never cruised with kids. So I started cruising at 19 and I'm 30 now and I, I don't have my own kids and I've never cruised with another family. I've never sat on a table with kids. I've seen other kids and their reaction to it and it is cute and I definitely enjoyed it the first few times I did it. But I think I just, I got to the point where I was like, I've done this before. It's, it's not a surprise anymore. Um, gotcha. And it just, and I'm, and I sit down and I'm not, I'm not an artist and I'm not very like, uh, I'll just, I, can I just have my food, please? Like, it's, <laughs> I th- and I think that's, that's really it. And I've always found that I think being on a table of adults, I always do seem to get served last. Like I know that they'll prioritize getting the kids and stuff through, especially because we, we always do late seating as well. So I know, you know, and like, I don't mind that on a normal night, but then on animation magic, like there's been nights where we've been sat there and it's like, 
going on for like gone almost gone 10 o'clock and I'm like I'm missing a game show that I really yeah. want to be at <laughs> um, that that is actually a really and good that's point that's my yeah. I think that's more my thing with it is it's just it's just longer and it's it's one like I don't deny that the, the spectacle of it and everything is wonderful I've just kind of been there done that and I'm over it <laughs> I mean, that makes a good case for skipping it and doing Remy or Apollo that night. Um, you know, we always talk about how we don't love the pirate night food menu. And so we tend to do adult dining on that night. And so, I, you know, I think w- especially because it's also been there, done that, and I don't love the menu. So I, I get your point, Laura. For those listening, Animation Magic does increase your dining time because they have to pace the courses around the show. And even it slows down even your first course because they don't bring you your first course until after you finish drawing. And so it it is definitely um, the longest of the rotational dining uh, sit-downs. Would you like a chance to sail with the DCL Duo? Well, we have an opportunity for you. That's right. Next June is going to be our first ever inaugural DCL Duo podcast cruise. And we have a fun lineup of stuff on its way for that sailing. We're going to be on the magic for a three-night Bahamian sailing out of Fort Lauderdale on June 19th next year, 2024, with a stop at Lighthouse Point, one of the first sailings to go to Lighthouse Point. We are so excited to welcome all of you our listeners and fans out there to join us on this sailing. We've got some special things we want to do, including potentially an onboard recording of the podcast, which will just be so much fun. If you are interested in sailing with us, we would love to meet you. We always love to meet and interact with our listeners. So if you're interested, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash Duo. That's mypathunwinding.com slash Duo. Let them know you're interested in this sailing. We have a room block reserved, which means you've got opening day pricing locked in for some of our remaining rooms. So head over there, check it out. We'd love to see you on board with that. Thanks to My Path Unwinding Travel for sponsoring the show. And now back to the episode. So in addition to Remy, did you do any Palo? Palo Brunch is usually a fan favorite. No Palo? We did not. All right. Okay, okay. Lindsay, put Palo Brunch on your Palo list. Palo Brunch on your list. Adding it right now. See, I I have a like, do I want to do a Remy brunch now or, but my, I think my only thing with Paolo brunch was without sticky buns and I've heard, and I've just heard it's just not the same. They're back. They're back. They're back. They're on the menu. So it's different. It's on the menu as a dessert option. But as you know, Laura, for Paolo, you, for brunch, you can order as many dishes as you want from the menu, the dessert menu, the regular menu, whatnot. So it is back. It's a slightly different because now it's an, it's got some apple in, and cinnamon in it, not just the, it was before it was just more like bourbon caramel. cinnamon. It was just caramel sticky Caramel ones. cinnamon, yeah. but yeah, now it's got apple in it. Um, but yes, it's back. It's just, it, they serve it as a dessert and it's a single sticky bun. But of course you can order as many as, as you want. As many as you want. I yeah, can go so back on the list then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But Lindsay, I would highly recommend putting it on the list. Uh, one thing, though, I, I want to highlight that Lindsay mentioned is on your first cruise, even if it is a seven night, you may not get to do everything you so want true. to do. There is so much to do on the ship. Yep. And if you do want to have some downtime, some relaxation time, like laying out in the sun or going to the spa, you will miss things. And that's okay. And I think we said that going in. Like I, I said to Lindsay, I was like, we're not going to get to do everything and that's fine. We'll roll with it. And if we miss stuff, 
we're we're you know in the fortunate next position time. that there will be a next time for us. I was going to say, isn't that what it's all about though? Right? Is that every time you go back to Disney, back to the ships, back to that experience, something is different. It's it's you never grow tired of it, and I think that's one of the best things about Disney in general. And I'm so happy to see, you know, it carries over into the cruise lines too. Doing a a Disney cruise is not like, even if you do the same itinerary, it's not the same every time you do it. The dining can be different. You can change things up that way. We did a 4th of July, but of course, um, you know, and we have the silver anniversary. That was amazing. You know, every single time you go, you have an opportunity to do something different because there is truly so much to do. I think that as a new cruiser, people are like, oh, you know, oh, I feel trapped. I feel trapped on the ship. I'm like, I never felt trapped. In fact, I was like, um, we need another pandemic, 11 more days at sea. Like, where was my, <laughs> where was my COVID crisis? Um, because there is just so much to do, including like the shows. We did not get to all of the shows. We saw some phenomenal shows um, and entertainment just because you do kind of have to pick and choose. Like, do I want this relaxing downtime or do I want to go watch it? And so I, I do think that that is part of the Disney experience, though, is that something every time you go back, it's always new. Which shows did you catch? We saw Aladdin and Frozen. Uh, we did not get to believe. I forget what was happening. We well, we missed it because we were talking. Is that what it was? We, well, that sounds it was about right. We did martini tasting on the last oh, day, right. castaway day. We got back nice. on board. We went to martini tasting, fully going like, we'll go, it's an hour. I think we were even planning to go and like finish getting ready after it because we'd yes, run in we from castaway <laughs> to get to it. And we ended up talking to this wonderful couple in that was sat with us like off next were they next to us or opposite us they were tasting yeah yeah and we ended up sitting there having another martini after martini tasting that the bartender brought over to us and then going and then we ended up going up to Meridian because it was yeah. and it was like oh we've missed the show now so we might as well just do this might as well we like and that's like four hours later <laughs> you know <laughs> we missed that show there was there was a juggler on the first night that we skipped we skipped um, the juggler I think for a similar reason yeah it was just out of choice I think we just said we'd we'd rather explore and do other things mm-hmm. and then yeah. we also then we saw Lynn Trafska the ventriloquist and we had Kid Ace he was on America's Got Talent, illusionist, oh. sleight of hand, magician-y stuff. What'd you think of uh, Aladdin and Frozen, Lindsay? Oh, I thought they were great. So I, <laughs> I love. I've seen Aladdin on like the Broadway show a couple. Actually, I think I've seen it like two times now. I have not seen Frozen on Broadway, but I do know enough about it. I know the songs, all this other stuff. I love, love, love that it has the Disney Cruise Line twist, right? And they did a really great job. So I don't have children, but I am a teacher. So I understand that uh, younger attention spans are not that long. They did such a great job putting the shows into an appropriate space of time. There was never any downtime um, but it kept it fresh too. So for all of the families who are going to go take their kids to see Frozen the musical after watching Frozen 32 times, it's, it's going <laughs> to have something a little different. The, the the performers were fantastic. They did a great job. They really have top-notch cast members. One of the things that I truly, truly love was just 
how on time everything was. Dude, everything was so prompt. I was like, oh, we have 60 seconds until the show starts. And there it goes. Like, it was <laughs> just so great. Like, it's like clockwork. It was just so special to be to be in there. And I could not believe that they fit a large theater on a cruise ship. It's massive. Was this your first time seeing Frozen on board or had you seen it, it before? It was. Yes. Frozen, Frozen wasn't on the fantasy the last time I was on it. It was it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I still think Tangled has has my favorite, though. I've not yet seen Beauty and the Beast on the Dream, though. So that's an exciting thing to come. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. Oh my God. Laura, you're going to love it. You're going to, it's excited for that. So it's phenomenal. And and if you like Tangled and Frozen on board, you're going to love Beauty and the Beast. It's just, it's so, so, so well done. So I feel like we've got kind of two more topics to talk about. One uh, is Castaway, which uh, it sounds like you guys had some stormy weather, but then I feel like we need to talk a little bit about fireworks because you had some special, you know, things on board. We don't need to talk about the regular pirate fireworks. Um, We didn't get them. Well, you yeah, didn't it was, get the I was going to no. ask if the fireworks were the replacement for pirate. Yes, they were. Did they do a pirate night? They did a they seven. Did do, the like seven. It was at like seven thirty. So between the dinner okay. seatings, yeah, that's between oh. the dinner seatings. Mm-hmm. They did a sort of deck show, right? Okay. But then that was it, right? We, there, d- there, we didn't end up going because we, yeah. I don't know. I also don't know where we were. But I think yeah. <laughs> we were also in Meridian because there was confusion about there was confusion about the fireworks, um, even among the crew members, whether the Fourth of July fireworks had replaced them or not. And I remember we we kind of had to go ask a few different people to figure out what was going on. And so when I think we learned that there were not going to be fireworks, it was just the stage show. We're like, well, we'll just stay up here and have another drink. They didn't even do the pirate stage show i'm not mm-hmm. i haven't told Lindsay about it so i'm not gonna give it again adding it to the list <laughs> um so they didn't they didn't do any of that either um mm-hmm. so i i guess i was a little bit disappointed but the fourth of july was great do they have a stage show associated with the fourth of july fireworks or is it just fireworks? they had characters in special fourth of july outfits okay. and it was more of a it was more of a kind of I think dance around like more of a dance party than necessarily a show per se. We were right at the back of that, like the main deck area where they cover the pools over. Mm -hmm. We were stood right at the back next to the yellow Mickey hand slide because we had to peg it to Remy because that was our Remy dinner night. And me thinking they normally do fireworks at 1030 at night because that's the experience I've always had. I was like, I'll book Remy for 730 uh, so that we can be out of Remy and come down for the fireworks. And then they did the fireworks at 7.30. So <laughs> wow. Interesting. So we went, I went to Remy earlier in the day. I was like, I am so sorry. I've just seen this. Is there any way you can move our dinner? And they were like, we're fully booked, but watch the fireworks and then run. <laughs> so we did. And <laughs> they were and great about that. They're, they're brilliant. Oh, they, and they just, we, we were just, t- rather than, I guess, sitting down and having a drink or anything like that, they just took us straight to our table as soon yeah. as the fireworks were done. And how was the fireworks show? I mean, look, it can't be, uh, you know, it can't be a huge fireworks show at, at sea as compared to land, but it, how was it? But they have fireworks coming from two different places on the fantasy now, which I oh, didn't know now. was a thing. 
That's so a thing on the wish. Shocked. Yeah. yeah so I heard. So I'd heard this on the wish, and then it it we had it from one direction, and then it comes from I guess the other funnel. Like obviously, you can never see quite where it's coming from. I don't yeah. know where it is, but then it came from another direction, and I looked at Lindsay and went, "That's not normal." Um, <laughs> so I don't know if they've added. I don't, and I don't think that was a specific. You're no, you're the second person who's mentioned that when they watched the fireworks show. I think it was on the fantasy. We had someone else mention. I could, you know, they sort of said I could swear they were sending the fireworks off from two funnels, which is not normal because, in fact, on the wonder, we have watched fireworks from the forward funnel because that's where the concierge lounge is and the outdoor deck is, and so they will put the concierge guests kind of on that deck to be able to see the fireworks, and they won't do that if they're launching the fireworks in close proximity. So, so yeah, that's, that is definitely new um, on the fantasy and you're kind of the second person who's told yeah, us about it. I was surprised by it. And it happened with the, we had the 25th anniversary fireworks show as well. And also oh, you did, you got two fireworks shows, just no pirate we fireworks. Got two fireworks. They just cut, they kind of cut most of the pirate night. Yeah. We got the food, yeah. we got a sort of dance party, but yeah. Then the rest of the the later, I guess the later evening side of Pirate Night that they would usually do wasn't there. Lindsay, there's one thing I forgot to ask you about that this discussion is reminding me of. Before we get to Castaway Key, uh, I wanted to understand: Did you ride the Aqua Mouse or the Aqua Duck? I did. Sorry, the Aqua Duck. I yes. the Aqua Duck. What did you I think did. Of it? it was so. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. It was so cool. I love that it's um, the see-through transparent part of it with the lights inside. It was just really, really fun. Yeah, I really liked that. We thought we only did it one time. I think if we were, I think if, if, if we were there when there weren't any lines or anything like that, I definitely would have gone up and done it again. Like for example, yeah. Laura's one of my favorite things, Laura's dad, who is like a very proper British man. Uh, one time you and your mom went off on an excursion, right? And you came back and there were 12 photos of your father riding the aqueduct. <laughs> everyone else was it was a jamaica day it was the same ah. cruise mom and i had gone off um to climb duns river falls and we were gone most of the day and we came back and my probably what he he would have been almost 70 at the time my almost 70 year old father had just gone round and round and round wow <laughs> And he was, I and we got that. back and like, we, we didn't even look at photos this time because we didn't take any, but no. mom and I like at that time had like tapped our card to have a look. And I was just going through though. Is this a repeat? Is this wrong? And I was like, no, wait, that's a different photo of dad every time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. See, it's fun for all ages. It's fun yeah, for all absolutely. ages. Absolutely. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I love, I love like the story that goes along with it too. Like right when as you're going up, there's the whole story about the aqueduct. And then you have Donald through the side. It's it was really, really cute. I love it. Yeah. I, I desperately want them to make a magic band that has Donald in a life ring with his butt sticking out. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um castaway key. Sounds like you got rained out, uh, which is, you know. Not, not not till the very end. We did get most okay. of the day, to be fair. So we were a little bit late getting off the ship. I think we went to Cabana's or sit. I, don't I think we did a Cabana's or yeah, a we did a breakfast. breakfast. Oh, was that yeah. a sit down breakfast day? No, because that was the chick- Mickey Waffles day was the sea day. Oh, okay. But yeah, so we yeah, so we'd gone to breakfast. Um, yeah. got off. Um, went straight over to Serenity Bay just 
to sit and chill. And we'd uh, pre-booked the snorkeling tube and bike rentals. So like the package of the three things. And so we went to Serenity Bay, we got our like floaties and like went swimming. I say swimming, floating. We didn't really <laughs> swim. Um, and then it started to drizzle a little bit around lunchtime, but we we're like, eh, it's fine. Got our bikes and went and rode the bikes around and it just started to rain. And we were just like, we looked at each other and went, what do we do? And we we're like, well, we're wet now. So we we're, we're carried on. Wet. Just, a rainy bike ride. Just yeah. kept going. And then it, it cleared up and it was fine. And we were like, okay, let's go get snorkeling stuff. And we were on a bit of a time check because we had our martini tasting at four o'clock. And so we'd, I was like determined to show Lindsay the, like all the fun stuff you can find in the snorkel lagoon, but you have to get pretty far out to find it. Like it's quite a swim. We, we got there and we'd not been in all that long at all. We ended up getting a little bit separated because there were just so many people around. Both of us had the exact same story when we got out of like, we had our heads in the water, snorkel mask on, and we both just saw this flash yeah. And like pop your head up and there's lifeguards shouting, the snorkel lagoon is closing everybody out. I was about as far from shore as you could yeah. possibly get. And so it was a good, it must have been a good 10 to 15 minutes of like head in the waterfront crawl, like just trying to get back to shore. And it during this, it just started like the rain just came down and I could mm-hmm. feel it on my back as I was swimming. And I was like, please don't let me get struck by lightning in the water. I don't want to die on Castaway Key. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of worse places to go, but I was like, I don't want to end. Lindsay, I don't, I don't want to think of a worse place to die. <laughs> <laughs> like a carnival cruise ship, for instance. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. What was your overall opinion of Castaway? key did you did you enjoy the day is it a place you want to get back to i do want to get back to it um i i really i really did like it i liked um serenity was it serenity bay is what they call it on that side yeah. where it's like the adults only that was really nice i mean it, it takes a while to get out there though with reason yeah. i guess because if you have small kids and family you want to just get them involved and in all of the things i think next time i go back i would structure it differently I think I would front load my day with those activities instead, especially mm-hmm. since your whole entire day there is pretty weather dependent. Um, yeah. So, you know, if it's a good day, grab all your gear, take advantage of that. Um, especially since like if we were doing the snorkeling thing, we didn't really need like the lounge chairs and stuff. You just like stash them under a single one and just go do your stuff mm-hmm. and then head over to Serenity. The food was surprisingly good. They they had a large variety. I know it's just like we were over at Cookies too. I know it's the same menu the whole time, like everywhere, but... You, you didn't get lunch at uh, Serenity Bay no, we barbecue. Did get, we did get lunch at Serenity Bay barbecue. Yeah. Uh, it was, oh, okay. that oh, I thought it was Cookies too. That's where we were. No, there's Cookies, oh, cookies I'm wrong, too, then. which is the main one. Yeah. Oh, never mind. They have, a, okay, they have, so a, they have like a little bit more variety at Serenity Bay. Oh, they do. Oh, most of the food is the same, but you do have there's like there's like a steak option that's at Serenity Bay that's not at Cookies or Cookies oh, Two. I think uh-huh. might be, and occasionally there's a different chicken there as well, like a spicy. So we did get asked when we went in. The guy giving out the hand wipes went, "Are you eighteen? 
Yeah, that's true. Yes. We, did. We, we were asked. Yes, I am. I would have been like, God bless you, sir. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I know. I'm like, I'm at that point where I'm like, I don't know whether to be grateful or insulted. Like, I don't, I don't know. It was really good. It was good. I, I still though, I'm with Laura on this one. Like, I just love the ship so much that... I, and like I said, I think I would structure it. I think I would be like first off the ship next time. Like just wake up early, get off the ship, go to your stuff. And then rather like the water is amazing. It's, it's so good. They've done such a nice job creating these really protected, calm spaces with um, like you can swim out pretty far and still touch the bottom. It's really nice. But still, I think I would split my day and then head back to the ship and just kind of like wrap up there before the rest of the families come back. As it was, because we got dumped on at the end there was a long line to get back onto the ship and stuff like that and it was fine but um uh, yeah i think i would just structure the day differently next time well i'll give you one more thing to add to your list which is parasailing a castaway uh key which you have to it's it's a lot i think it's a lot of fun you get an amazing view of the ships uh but it only happens about 10 percent of the time in my experience oh really it gets canceled due to high winds, which are a frequent problem at Castaway. I've been lucky so. enough to do it once, yeah. But every other time, I've been, I've never seen anyone else up the kind of few other times I've been at Castaway. No, they just yeah. cancel a lot. Yeah, mm. they, you get off the ship and they have the sign. Of all the things that were canceled. So that yeah. does make sense. You know, incredibly weather dependent. So I think that is that is a huge tip, right? Like, if you... If you get a good day when you're at Castaway Key, like take advantage of it and and knock all those activities out while you have the good weather. Because I think just geographically, like where you are, things can turn, right? Um, you're down in the Caribbean. So we've been there when they've had to evacuate the island for thunderstorms. And we've had days where you show up and it's raining and then it becomes gorgeous afterwards or yeah. just kind of mists all day. So yeah, you the, can have 10 minutes of rain and the whole and the rest of the day beautiful too, right? It's like the weather can be a bit unpredictable on Castaway. But uh, yeah, so anyway, we have reached that point in our show where I need to hand you over to my lovely co-host Sam for some arbitrary questions, some arbitrary rules and a dash of judgment or the round we call a rapid fire. So Sam, Take it away. Thank you so much, Brian. All right, you guys, this is rapid fire. I'm going to ask you first a couple of your Disney favorites, just general Disney favorites. And then I'm going to ask you Disney Cruise Line favorites. The rules are going to be different for each of you because Laura, you've been on multiple cruises. You've been on seven cruises or is it was this number eight or was this number seven? This was number seven. And you've been on three different ships. So you are not limited in your answers to the beautiful Disney fantasy. You can answer with your favorites on any of the ships you've been on. Lindsay, you are stuck with only giving answers relevant to the Disney fantasy. All right. So let's get started with your favorite Disney or Pixar character, Lindsay. Tiana. Laura. Belle. Ooh, you both picked princesses. All right. What is your favorite Disney movie, Laura? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and Lin- <laughs> I love it. And Lindsay, what's your favorite? Really tough. Uh, I have a soft spot for Finding Nemo. All right. What's your favorite Disney song, Lindsay? That's a hard... You are really... Sam, you have no... This is very challenging. This is not rapid fire. <laughs> I'm just going to go... I'm going to go... I, I really do love um, Taylor's oldest time. Yeah. All right, Laura? Um, show Yourself from Frozen 2. Ooh, I love I that love song. That. I don't know why it comes on. Like if it's on, if I've got a Disney playlist on, I want, it makes me cry. 
I don't yeah. know why. I just love it. It's a great song. All right. Now we're going to switch over to the cruise line. Laura, what's your favorite Disney stage show? I think you mentioned this earlier in the show, but I'm not going to eliminate it from my questions. Uh, Tangled. It's got to be. Nice. All right, Lindsay, you only saw two of them. So you have two choices. Tell <laughs> me. The two. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna judge you on this answer because there's only one right answer to this question. <laughs> is there the one right I answer? I like frozen. Thank God. Correct. Is that the correct answer? I like frozen better than Aladdin. And even if you had seen even if you had seen believe, the answer would remain the same. It's all the answer, okay, good. The answer is frozen on the Disney fantasy. No to the cares. massive number of Aladdin fans listening to this show, hate mail can be directed to Samantha at... <laughs> you know what? There's There are right answers and there are wrong answers. And this is my rapid fire. So I tell you what they are. Okay. All right. Favorite adult bar space on board. Um, let's start with Lindsay on the Disney fantasy. On the fantasy, I I love Meridian. Yeah, that's the right answer as well. Laura, <laughs> on any of the on any of the three ships you've been on, what's your favorite adult bar space? Keys or Cadillac Lounge. Don't mind which. Just put me in there. Oh, interesting. That is also an unpopular opinion. Um, but Life piano with wonderful. Yeah, fingers. I don't think I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's an it's just not a very common one, right? Like you common hear and Quarter, unpopular are okay, two different fair. words. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I feel like you hear French Quarter Lounge quite a bit for the wonder, of course. And you hear Meridian, of course, on the fantasy. And I don't know that I've heard a like a lot of people pick a favorite that's on the the magic, to be perfectly honest. And not saying those aren't great spaces. They they are great spaces. Soul Cat Lounge. Mean, Soul Cat Lounge. That well, would be now, my favorite. Now, yeah. Sure. All right. Let's talk about onboard activities. What is your favorite onboard activity, Laura? This can be like an adult activity or a family activity. doesn't matter. Am I allowed to pick laying on the deck? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's an activity. Lindsay, but what about you? then also game shows. Lindsay, what about you? That was, those were on, those are my two. Honestly, I was like, oh yeah, like just relaxing on deck was, was amazing. I really liked, what was the one where they had the married couples go up? Match your mate. That was a riot. That one was a riot. I think, I think one of the couples, like, I hope they're okay. Like, <laughs> 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 I hope they're not divorced. <laughs> it was so good. And then there was like this older couple who just kept showing up at the tube for all the game shows and kept getting called. Oh. They were the ones married the longest. And like the, the husband's sense of apathy toward everything was just perfect. It was amazing. It was just like, that was, that was so good. So yeah, lounging and then that specific experience. We have had some amazing matcher mate contestants in the past to the point where you've heard of people who are like, go, they're flying home and they're on a plane and then someone on the plane is off their cruise like, oh, you were that couple in matcher mate or, you know, actually it's like, it's usually some fact, like, you know, the place they discovered the magic was, you know, a Volkswagen. They'll be like, oh, it's the Volkswagen people. And you're like, for the, for the rest of the week. Yeah. yeah. We tried so hard to get our table mates onto it because they really wanted to do it and they'd literally been married like, a week, week and they got beat out by a couple that had been married five days yeah and then, days. and then we and then they tried to for the middle couple as well and they lost it on rock paper scissors of all things oh my goodness <laughs> so be, being the newlywed couple is the hardest because there's i feel like there's always someone on board who's like oh we just got married in the atrium yesterday yeah and then you're like exactly oh, we're done. exactly <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Favorite rotational dining. Lindsay, let's start with you. Um, I really enjoyed Royal Court. Laura, you can pick from the other ships as well that you've been on, but what's your favorite rotational dining? I know it's not you guys' favorite, but I like Triton's. Oh, I, I mean, Triton's is nice. <laughs> I like it. It's not... I, I will, I won't, you know, hate at you for that. I won't quibble. Sure. I won't quibble with the menu in Tritons. I mean, that's the that's yeah. the French menu. It's a good menu. And yeah, you both pick the same for menu. me. And any of the any of those the kind of atrium restaurants, I really like. They're always going to be my favorite. I love them. Oh. The princess themed ones. Yes, please. All right, favorite space on the ship uh, that you haven't already picked as a favorite. Um, let's start with Laura. The theater, because I oh, do love the shows. Mm. Lindsay, what about you? Oh, uh, you know what? I really liked on the fantasy. I really liked Ooh La La. I just thought it was so different. It was such a different vibe from everything else. It's like dark. It's plush. Um, there's wow. the piano in there, and I, I just, it, uh, it's like stepping into that space from anywhere else. It's just like it instantly takes everything down a few notches, which. It was really nice to have that as a place to go. Um, and I just, I felt the theming was so like spot on there. So I, I yeah, surprisingly, I really liked Ooh La La. All right. We're going to talk a little bit of food now. We're going to, I'm going to ask you your favorite sweet item. And then I'm going to ask your favorite savory item from on board. So uh, Lindsay, let's start with you. What was your favorite sweet food item on board? Okay. Those churro Mickey waffles. Like that's, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. those, like, yeah, right? I, if I could have that for dessert mm. every day of my life, I think I would. That was so, so good. That was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. Laura, what about you? Also those, but I would also say sticky buns. Yeah. Sticky buns. Those are I'm so not good. a big dessert person. And I even got, we got to the point with our service where they were like, you don't want dessert again. And I'm, like, I'm just, just not a big dessert person, but sticky buns. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the same. I'm not a big dessert person, but I can always go for that soft serve ice cream on deck. So Oh, that is <laughs> that is good. That was all yes. That was also really, really good. Yeah. All right. Favorite savory item, Laura. We might say the same thing here because we both went mad when we had it. The at Remy, there was an amuse bouche with foie gras, and I think it had some sort of I think it might have been truffle on it as well yeah it was one bite and both of us were like we that was the very first thing we put into our mouths at the restaurant and I was like oh no (laughs) we're gonna be in trouble we had to like roll ourselves back to our room that night I was in trouble that was that I was like the abuse boosh at your granny it was so good that's mine too like that was like heaven in a you know, like a little bite. It was delicious. Yeah, that's mine as well. Yeah. All right. So Lindsay, your favorite ship right now, of course, is the beautiful Disney fantasy since you've only been on her. Unparalleled. Unparalleled. (laughs) (laughs) But Laura, I have to, I would be remiss to not ask, you know, because you've been on the fantasy, you've been on the wonder and you've been on the magic. Which ship is your favorite? The wonder. Yeah. That's the right answer. Thank you very much. Thank you for playing. I am a classic ship girl at heart, I think. Like, I've not been on the fantasy for quite a long time, um, but we're doing the dream later in the year, so I'm curious to see oh. the differences. Yeah. there. I mean, all of them are amazing, 
I always, we always like to say, you know, love the, love the one you're with, right? So the one that you're mm-hmm. on can be your favorite can't in the complain. moment. Can't complain. You can't complain, can you? you? Can, no, you can't complain. A, a like day if you're on a Disney cruise yeah. ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're on a Disney cruise ship, I think. It's better than any day on land, unless it's, the seas are really, really terrible. And then I sympathize with, you know, folks who, like me, who, if the, if the seas are really bad get seasick. My last question is the question I like to ask everyone at the end of Rapid Fire, which is what is your bucket list cruise? If you could go anywhere in the world on a Disney Cruise Line ship, it doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise Line currently goes. Where are you going, Laura? Let's start with you. Around the world. I mean, is there any better thing? (laughs) Why not? Um, Why not? Yeah, if, it's if, kind if of you, cheating, but I, kind of, kind of I also love your answer. So it, I could just say we had the pleasure of meeting someone who I know was a guest on your sh- uh, on your show last year, um, and I forget his name, and you'll probably remind me who was on the show. Alan. Alan. We yes. met him in Key. It, I think it's Keys. Wait, is it Cadillac or Keys? On I can't remember which one it is. Well, you're on we, you're on the fantasy, so you must have actually you met would have met him. It was last summer, so it was oh, last on summer. the magic. Okay. Oh, then it was the Cadillac Lounge, yes. And he so loves or is keys. it Keys? It's oh, keys. keys, yes. It's Keys he on loves, the magic. That, that's his favorite. Spa- his fa- favorite space on the magic is Keys, and his favorite is Cadillac. We sat there every single every single night before and after dinner, and we saw him every day, um, yep. and. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I if I could do that, I think I'd be very very happy. <laughs> yeah, I love it, Lindsay. What about you? I would do. Um, Laura's actually, you're you booked the South Pacific itinerary. I would do cross mm. the Pacific. I would do some Hawaii, go cross yeah. the Pacific. But then I would want to take Disney through Southeast Asia. Like I feel like oh, you could yeah. really hit a lot of cool spots down there and just hang out in Southeast Asia for a while before making my way casually back to Hawaii. I think that would be amazing. That would be like my... Yeah. Hopefully they get on that. I don't know. (laughs) Well, they're going to be hitting Asia in a couple of years with that new uh, monstrosity of a ship that we keep referring to as the Global Dream. It's actually called the Global One, I think, project now. I think that's Mm -hmm. a project name. Of course, we don't know what the ship name. I say monstrosity just because it's obviously not, uh, you know, wasn't designed originally by Disney. I'm sure they're going to do a beautiful job with all of the design yeah. work, um, but it's going to be very, very different. Of course, it but is going it, to that be really one, different. It's going to be in Asia. We just don't know exactly. We know it'll be poured out of Singapore, but we don't know exactly where it will sail. We don't so. know where, but that's where. That's so. That's kind of right now. That's like the part of the world that I would love. I mean, just just in terms of the variety and all of the different places that you could potentially visit. I, I'm so excited. I know it's several years off, but I'm so excited to see the itineraries when they finally come out. Just because I know that Disney's absolutely going to make an amazing, amazing trip out of that. So I don't know. Maybe Laura and I will book that one again. We'll do another girls' trip. That'll be our next big one. Maybe you can throw in a little Adventures by Disney and just round out. The yeah, whole right. Do the yeah. whole thing. Do the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for playing. Uh, you've both won because your answers were correct. Um, no, no super. You know, no, no, uh, no real negative judgment on your choices. Um, except for my disagreement with Laura regarding keys and Cadillac lounge, but 
you know, you're everyone's allowed their own opinion, even if it's wrong. All right. Well, <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to have you start issuing written judgments to post in a blog or something like this, outlining your reasoning for the answers, past precedent. Uh, we are lawyers after all, Sam. So that's yeah. right. You know, support that's these right. things. Give people predictable paths to success. The rules something. of stare decisis. That's right. There you go. There you go. Well, Lindsay, Laura, it has been so much fun chatting with both of you all about uh, your fabulous trip together and would love to have you back together separately as you sail Disney Cruise Line in the future and continue to build your Castaway Club status. Lindsay, welcome to the Castaway Club. Uh, you're now a silver member of Disney's Castaway Club. So loved having you both on the show. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us and for coming to us all the way from the United Kingdom. Laura, love having you on. And for anyone out there who's in the UK, if you want to come Come on the show. We will make that happen. We will make that work. We're up very early here in Seattle to help with time zones. So loved having you both on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Sam. A big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night. Good night.